Hey guys, it's Clayton from 316 Creative Works. Hey, listen, if you know me, you know that 316 Creative Works exists to partner with artists, businesses, and churches. Uh, one of my good friends is a business guy. It's the Maynard family, and they run a business, and now they're in partnership with us. So that's Precision Door Service. Listen, in case of emergency, I always call Precision Door Service. They are experts in repairing, replacing all your garage doors and overhead doors. They can be reached. They got two numbers. The Indiana side is area code 219-306-8155. Again, 219-306-8155. Now, on the Illinois side, uh, Precision Door Service can be uh, contacted at area code 708-474-6657. The number again is 708-474-6657. You can always get them at precisiongarage-door.com. That's precisiongarage-door.com. Of course, we'll probably have Justin throw a contact card up there for you so you guys can see it if you're watching this. Again, this is Clayton from 316 Creative Works introducing you to another member of the family, the business of Precision Door Service. Thanks, guys. Thanks for checking this out. Thanks. Come on in. We're saving you a seat at the table. Hey guys, thanks for checking us out. Again, I am Clayton with uh, 316 Creative Works, and this is a 316 podcast. Always we want to thank Larry and Sandy, uh, our audio technical producer, Justin, uh, our creative producer, who is Esther, and of course our house manager, is Danielle. Guys, thanks for, for tuning back in. Uh, this is episode two of the show, A Seat at the Table, A Seat at the Table with Juan and Steve. We're talking about creativity or arts in the church. And, uh, you know, I've been a, uh, a professional artist who's had a really great day job right, for over 25 years. Uh, and so I've had some worship wars, I've had some fights, but Ultimately, I believe that God has uniquely wired me for something unique. Uh, he's, he's called me on purpose for purpose. Uh, so I believe that I am a, a called, ordained preacher in the skin of an actor. Mm. You, do you feel a moment in your life when, when you felt God touched you and said, Steve... I want you to do this work. Yeah. I mean, when I was a kid, like, I felt like I knew something with music, you know, and even acting, too, by the way. As a side note, that I loved acting. So I appreciate what you do, too. It's I love acting. I love movies. I love art. But music really spoke to me, and I was like, I want to move nations. I want to move people. I want to help people that's a, that's with music. A, that's a bold bold request or bold desire. Yeah, I mean, it's something that I feel like God's really put on my heart to like, hey, you have a voice. You, you're not alone. Like, I want to talk to people. Like, the stuff that I write on my, on my albums and songs, it's coming from my heart. It really is. It could be ugly. It could be beautiful. But it's the truth. You know, it's, and, and 
like we said in the last episode, is like, is this for God? Is this message for a person? Is this coming from my opinion? Like, there's a bunch of different ways that I get inspired. But whatever, when I'm channeled into that moment of like what I'm really feeling is I want to just be honest and be truthful and also tell people about what the purpose of life is, which is Christ. And how, how do you actually go about doing that? Is there a process that you go through? Yeah, I mean, for actually this new project that I'm working on, it's called In the Beginning. It's about the seven days of creation. And uh, yeah, so I had this idea for a while and I, I've, I've been praying about it. I'm like, God, I, I really think it'd be cool to do something for the church where we have like this this video, auto, like audio concept album where people can come and like see the creation happen. No one knows what it looks like and we'll, we probably never will till we die and like get to yeah. talk to God. But I really wanted to do that because I want to know what it's like. And I'm sure other people would, I think it's a fascinating thing that why aren't we talking about this more? There's a, a great miracle of creation that God created everything. So you actually believe, and Steve, are you here to tell me that you actually believe that God created creation? Yes. God created everything. God is the creator. You believe that too? Yeah, you don't. <laughs> I was going to say, like, where are you coming from? Is this a test? So if God created creation, right? So if I, I'd phrase it, God is the creator. Uh-huh. So we walk outside, we look outside, we see sun, we see the moon and stars, we see the grass, we see the beasts of the field, the birds of the air. Yeah. Uh, God is the, is the intelligent designer of all that. Absolutely. And so this, this, pro, this project that you're currently working on, uh, it's called In the Beginning. Dot, dot, dot. Right? We love the dots, right? I put three dots in this. Yeah, There's a lot it. of symbolism in this. No, in this right. album, I, 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 I love uh, concept albums. Yeah. I love them. I do the dots too a lot. And like, like talking with is talking with dot, dot, dot. Yeah. There's a lot of symbolism. Um, so is this, is this a, a tribute or a, a thanks to God? Or is this oh, trying, it's, it's everything. trying it's, to it's, explain? It's my, it's, it, yeah, I'm, I'm thankful for my life. And I think the way through art, we express our gratitude yeah. to God. Yeah, as through, through our creation yeah, as for him. He created us yeah. in his image. He's the creator. We get to create things. Yeah. Why not do it for our creator? It seems to me like one of the, um, one of the closest things you can do uh, getting to God is to create with Him, right? Absolutely. I mean, my, my wife is a gardener. She loves uh, planting, yeah. gardening, working. The She's like, it's the closest I can get to God by sticking my hands in the dirt and planting seeds and watering them and watching them grow. Absolutely. Um, and that's that's how I feel. I, I so I feel like God is a storyteller, right? Mm. Genesis one through yes. Revelation. Oh yeah. Revel it's 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 a story. Yeah. And so so I love telling stories and creating yeah. with God to tell stories. How. How hard is it to to bring a such a well-known story like in the beginning to the church? How? Yeah, because what I'm trying to get at is you know how challenging it's it's challenging the church is. Well, it's challenging, and here's a reason why. I think you know as the years have gone, traditionally uh, a more conservative church has standards by what they will allow to be presented from up front, whether it's, you know, and it's controversial. It's all over the place. Should we even 
have uh, uh, band instruments? You know, is that wrong? Um, you know, can women teach from up front? So there's all these issues that people go through. And I think musically, uh, it like what Steve's working on this project where he's developed music and he's bringing media to the stage. How do you bring to that church where it's relevant, particularly the young people, uh, but still something that's honoring to God to those who are tra more traditional in their conservative manners? And it's a problem. Because everybody's got an opinion, every, but every right. What do they say? Uh, opinions are like kittens. Everybody they give has, them away. Everybody has one, and they all stink, right? Well, oh, and, yeah. and I think I think that's, <laughs> that's the going too. I think that's the challenge for artists like Steve, who have some new ideas and creativity. I mean, I, I helped found a church thirty-five years ago. Uh, my wife and I, we were part of ten other couples that did this, and we were what was known as a church for people who don't like church. Yeah, we're a church for people. Uh, who don't like church. Right? right, and so we were a seeker-sensitive, which as soon as you label it that, there were, you know, and this is back in the 80s, and people are like, oh, that yeah. church is off the rails. That means you watered down the gospel. Uh, correct. But thousands of people came to know the Lord, and then thousands of churches have been open like that, and, and it goes through these phases. But, you know, in the, in the end, is Christ being preached? You know, is, is the truth being told out there? And there's different medias to do that. Yep. And that's where I think that as Christians, we need to be open that maybe it's not what we like or we per, we uh, prefer, but it could actually affect our neighbor. It could actually affect other people we can't. Right. Absolutely. Know? And that's where I and think... That, and that's what the call is, isn't it? Is to, is to use your gifts to evangelize, make disciples, to preach the good news. Yeah, right? you know, I feel connected to God through art. When, when I'm watching a movie, and it, it, it could be a movie that actually is probably not the best thing to watch, but I always look for a meaning in everything. And I'm, I'm studying the, the, the story, the plot, like what's the, the meaning behind this movie? What's the lesson in this? And when I, and it's, it could be a rough movie, it could be something that you know, maybe I shouldn't be watching, but if I, I really want to figure out what, why they wrote this movie, why did the writer and the director make this movie the way they did? I feel close to God when I can learn these lessons and I pray about it and go, God, what did I just learn? What did I just see? Talk to me about how people write and think differently. It's all, it's about connecting with people that are not like you. We're all different. There's nothing wrong with that. If you like rock and roll and I like hip hop, that's not. There's nothing wrong with that. Right. I worship God through hip hop. You worship God through Motley whatever Crew, right? Molly Crew. But but some people that's impossible. That's pretty impossible. <laughs> but see, even that, some people consider like, okay, we'll we'll do this in the church. Yeah, we'll, we'll only go this far. We're, look, you're not allowed to play guitar in church. That's evil. So have you? That's had, the, and I'm like, what? What? Have you had some church wars? Have you? Have you? I've had Battle. conversations with people about what is allowed in the church and what what isn't. So are you, what's are, proper? No, what's no. traditional? We've always done things this way, and we could talk for years about this. And, we, and I'm sure we, we've been doing it for years. Everyone's been talking about this. Like, what is acceptable in the church? What's not? I think what's acceptable in the church is this. Is it Christ-centered? And is it good? Is it skillfully played, made? Do you feel connected to God through this? 
Does it bring you close? Does it make you a better person being like Christ? And my answer is yes with music. My answer is yes watching movies. Now, I'll tell you this as a speaker, because again, I'm not a preacher or a pastor. I'm a speaker. So I've been invited to churches to speak. In my home church, I was on the teaching team, but I was more of a person that spoke every six weeks to every couple months. And there's a verse in James, I don't, I can't quote it exactly, but said, uh, not, not many of us should presume to be teachers because you know those of us that will teach will be held at a higher accountability. Yeah. Something like that's in James. I've always taken that serious because it's like, you know, if you're going to get on stage at a church and preach, God's holding you accountable to what you're teaching. You really need to know the Word. Yeah. God. Is that the same as an artist? Absolutely. Okay. Absolutely. So keep going, man. Well, where one of my pastors helped me was like, Juan, you're kind of just telling your story. Now, you know the scriptures. There's different yeah, passages. So, but I'm just telling my story. So you're not real theological or doctrinal, right? No. You're not preaching doctrine. I mean, I know, I know it, but that's not why I'm doing that. I'm just giving my testimony. And I'm hoping that God uses it to minister people. I'm always blown away when I'm done speaking, the different meaning it has yeah, for people. And somebody was affected by it. Oh, yeah. yeah. That's the same with music. You could hear one song, and people are like, I really like the lyrics in this. And one person's like, the lyrics? Listen to the bass line. Yeah. And then one person's like, no, that drummer, man. So every every information, all the stuff, the art, the the sermon... It's all important, and it speaks to everyone in different ways. But we don't we don't really create much anymore in the church, do we? I think we create. It's the same stuff we've been doing over and so over we, again. We, we I can't tell you sermons. how many times that I've been in a service, and I, I love the church. I love my church. I, I the the thing is, I I think that I connect with God when I I want. And I don't want to take it away that am I focused more on the art or am I focused more on God? I think that's the conversation. People are like, is he just, is it just you want to feel something? You want the music to move you, or is it God moving you? Well, it's both. It's both. God created music. It's like being moved by a sunrise. Exactly. Right? I appreciate good God. music because God created good music. The church should be creating did God create good music. Did God did God create hip hop? Absolutely. Is that a thing? Absolutely. <laughs> Careful. Oh, no, I'll say this. You're an yes. old Motown fan, aren't you? Uh, I am, but... <laughs> wait, wait, wait. Country so wait. is very biblical. Country. God, <laughs> God does not like country music. Oh, so wait, no, did God that's... create... What was the first music? Did God create classic music? Classical? Uh, I don't know. It, it had to be something by David, right? Uh, the, there the, was music all so through it. The, if God, the liar, if the God created everything, he created all music. Human made music, yeah. We, we've categorized, okay, this is man-made. Here's... I want hip-hop over here. I want jazz. I want funk. I want classical. I want hymns. But you can worship God in many different ways. Do, wait, does, does God want... Does, do you think God gets bored? <laughs> I, don't, I don't think so. I don't think so. No way. Why? He, I think he loves us. I think God loves us. He loves his creation, and he wants a relationship with us. I think it pleases him when we're creative. Like, look, look what look what right. I gave Clayton. Yeah. Look what he's doing right. now. You know? I love it's, that. I think he's pleased. Is he disappointed? Yeah, I think sometimes he's disappointed with us. Like, wow, I okay, that was your choice. You went in that direction. Absolutely. But he's a loving, gracious God, and I think he's pleased when we take our abilities 
and our creativity and our, you know, our talents, and we use it particularly to give Him glory. Yes. You know? Is it, is it to be used in the church or in the world? Both. It is, it's different because I, I believe that it's two different languages, and it shouldn't be, but I think the church uh, speaks a language that a lot of the world doesn't understand. Yeah, it's bizarre, right? I mean, yeah. if, if I... Uh... If, if if I if I think about church language through a, through a worldly uh, worldview, it, it seems bizarre. Well, here I'll give you an example. So I've got 22 years of business experience. I, I helped build the company, sell the company, and and had some success from it. But during that entire time, I was also volunteering in the church. I was an elder. I was on the teaching team. I was the men's ministry director. So. Side by side, I'm building a corporate experience and a ministry, and I did well in both. But it's interesting to me. When business people come to church and they hear a business guy preach from up front, they respect me. Mm. They're like, wow, so you know this, you know how this works, you, you've talked about acquisitions. And so they tend to respect me because I don't just speak ministry, I speak business and there are some guys that won't even walk into church because they're like, you have no idea what I'm going in the corporate world. So we have to be able to speak both languages. We have to be able to be in the world, but not of the world. That's what I believe. And we've got to be bold enough to, yeah. to share our but, story. So that sounds biblical, right? To be in the world, but not of the world? I'm sure It's it got to be somewhere in the Bible, right? Oh, absolutely. So what about you? Do, you? do you work in the world or in the church or both? I, the, the my mission is to serve God and serve people. Yeah. So that's 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 the mission. If if I can help one, per, I, you know, I was I was at a show um, at my church. It was they had like a rock band for the high schoolers, and when the band got off stage, they're like, "How was it? How did it sound?" Because I'm mixing, and they're they're on stage, you know. And of course, when you're performing, you want to know because you're a performer. You know, how did I do? Well, how was it? Tell me your feedback. And I was like, man, you guys rock, man. You guys are changing lives. They're like, you think so? And they were kind of doubting, like, I hope we did. The kids were, you know how kids are. Yeah, They're like, you know, uh, okay, great. Okay, good song. I've heard this a million times. They're trying. They tried some of their own stuff. It was, that was a little bit better. People were like, oh, this is a different song. A different song? Wow. They got more into it. But the vibe was kind of like, you know, it, it's awkward. Yeah. And kids don't want to, like, raise their hand and yeah. praise God. Yeah, but expression. So they got off stage like, so were they connecting with it? They seemed a little kind of weird. And I'm like, you know what? If you changed one person's life just a smidge, you did your job. Yeah. You made a difference. So, so here's the thing. So on, on the last um, episode that we did called um, At the End of the Day, at the end of the day, I talked about success. And and, and here's here's the um, here's the the theology behind success. Before the foundations of the earth, I foreknew you, and I preordained you to do a good work for my kingdom. When you unpack that and you try and question God, well, what does that mean? I think what that means, Steve, Juan, is God is saying, before I created creation, before I said, let there be light on day one, I said, let there be one. I said, let there be Steve. Mm. And I put inside of you the gifts, the skills, the desire, the agenda, the life experience to do the one thing I called you to do for my kingdom. Right. So do you really think 
that your life, that your life, whether it's being a public speaker or a writer or a businessman or being a musician, being a writer, being a performer, or being a writer, being a performer and an actor, are these things really all for God? Absolutely. Now, sometimes we get distracted with our own selfish wants. I need to get my money. I need to get my family right. I need to take care of things. I need to pay my bills. I got my car. I got all this. We get distracted all the time. We're bombarded by social media. You know, even movies and music, sometimes distracting. But when we get focused on Christ and go, oh, that's right. It's not about me. It's about Christ and serving him and his kingdom. All the people, whether, whether you believe in God or not, it's about serving everybody and being open and honest and loving. That's what it's really about. That's what it's really about. Uh, through, through all these different things, all these different, you know, venues. Yeah. Do, do you work? How, how well do you play in the church? What do you mean? Do you work well in a church? Well, you should. Do you do you like? Are you asking personally? Yeah. Do, do you I? like to work in the church? I love it. Yeah. My my. So, like, it goes back to what's your calling? What 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 did God put in in you? And I knew I wanted to do something with music. I'm doing tech at my yeah. at my church. So I you, get to so run video and, and audio and run and mix. Yeah. It's a it's awesome, and I get to mix a, a great worship band. So you uh you. Uh, you work for your church. You have a day yes. job. Yep. And you're a sound sound engineer guy. Yeah, I'm in the te- tech department. Tech yeah, department. video and audio. Yeah. Is church a bad business model? Wait, what? <laughs> Wait, who was that? Juan's, Juan's like, I don't know. And I don't, I don't think it is. I again, you know. If you follow the Bible, the way, you know, the disciples started in Acts and the way they developed the church and, you know, really spreading the word, I, I, I don't think the church is a bad business model. But I think the challenge is sometimes we get stuck in a rut. You know, we get stuck in a way we do something. Do, do, you, yeah. believe, do, you, do you believe that God has blessed your corporate world day job to help you fund your ministry? Oh, absolutely. I mean, I never thought I'd have the financial success that I have today. Um, and I never thought I'd be able to help that. But since I've become financially successful, I am now able to fund yeah. ministries that I love. Here's right. here's a great example. I, I think with COVID-19 and what's happened and everybody going to a lot of online or YouTube services. Yeah, go to screens. Yeah, it's it's changed. Because here's the deal. Steve and I go to church together. We love our senior pastor. We we love the teaching team. But I also do a couple services. I listen to a couple other worship bands from other churches that we've visited. And, and then I, I watch different preachers. I can do this throughout the week. I'm no longer in one service on a Sunday afternoon. Yeah, COVID really has changed the way we do so much. Oh my gosh! And 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 when COVID is over, if it's ever over, we're all reinventing ourselves. We're all starting over, mm-hmm. right at the same place. We're all back to square one. Yeah. Um. 
Has it been has it been hard for you? Yes. I already know the question. <laughs> wow. So for COVID? Yeah. It's changed every there's no more shows. I, I connect with God through shows, through music, going to see, see theater, yeah. seeing actors, writers, right. directors, producers. But well, you know, I've I've always said if 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 you're not close enough to the stage to be spit on by an actor. You're not close enough. Right. I mean, I'd love to go to I'll a live a, theater. I'm going to put your shield on. I want to go to a theater, and I want to sit in the first or second row, and I want to I be so uh, in, engaged in that experience. I'm actually getting spit on when he, when he talks too much. Yeah. Um, is it rethinking how you create? It, did yeah. it make me? Yeah. Yeah. Um, I love performing live, and there, it's it's so it's really cool to connect with people. When you when you perform and, and you get off stage, like I was talking about that band, you want to know like, hey, how did you feel about what I was saying up there? Right. Just like a speaker, what did you think of my message? What did you think of my song? Did it impact you in any way? Let's talk about this. How are you feeling? How are you? Hey, this is Clayton from Three Sixteen Creative Works. Talking about our podcast, listen, if you like any of this stuff that you saw or you heard, I'm going to give you a couple places where you might find it besides coming in live to the Farmhouse Studios. There's a couple platforms you can find these on. Um, So you can check out Facebook, YouTube, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, iTunes, and SoundCloud. So for the cheap seats in the back there, let me say this one more time. You can go to Facebook, YouTube, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, iTunes, and SoundCloud. You can find it under 316 Podcasts.